been out on the roads lately? Uh, I've tried to avoid it, but yes, I have to drive to work every day. Have you seen all the bikers? Not so much. The city's just been swarming with bikers everywhere I've been in like the past <laughs> week. And they're all part of, uh, it's like the, I don't know, combat veterans or something. I don't know what they're up to. I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it either. I think they're plotting the takeover of the city. <laughs> uh, they were, I tried to get on the, the highway and there were a bunch of police cars. They were in like a fucking three mile long, like motorcade on the 64. Oh. It really killed my time trying to get where I was going. That's bullshit. Yeah. And then I've just seen them just hanging out all over town, just driving about. And then one of my friends just texted me about it. So. Watch if, out. Yeah. If, if you're our next, out there. <laughs> if our next podcast, we've been captured and beheaded by former veterans. Uh, it's been nice working with you, boss. <laughs> yeah. Um, we've had some good times on this podcast. And yeah. hopefully we'll have more, but I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's looking bleak. <laughs> well, thanks for coming on this Raincoat Report journey with me, Jeremy. Uh-huh. And uh, welcome to the Raincoat Report to our listeners. Theoretically, we'll continue to have this podcast every week, but we can't really say for sure. Yeah. But in the meantime, uh, it's time for us to open the curtain and look behind it in Hollywood. Yeah, (laughs) Hollywood-ish. My my analogy hasn't really landed yet. Um, Keep going, I think you'll get it. I'm I'm fumbling through the air. Uh, Well, this week we're starting Hollywood Goes Hardcore. Yes. Where we take a look behind the curtain of... Some of Hollywood's exploitation filmmakers who uh, had a history also making adult films. Yes. We've got some great directors lined up for you. Uh, We're going to unseal the secrets of Hollywood. Yes. We're going to pry up the stars. We're going to name names. We're going to, yeah, we're going to (laughs) name names. We're going to pry the stars up off the Hollywood Boulevard and go down into... The, the adrenochrome tunnels, and I'm going to save those kids. <laughs> and the first motherfucker we're going to start with is William Lustig. Yes, Bill Lustig, the director of such great exploitation classics as Maniac and Maniac Cop and... Uh, Uncle Sam? Uncle Sam, yes. Maniac Cop 2. Yeah. Is there a third Maniac Cop? <laughs> yes, he doesn't claim it. I think it's technically an Alan Smithy film. Okay. Uh, it was uh, tumultuous. It's produced under duress. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, he also, before he made Maniac, uh, made at least a couple adult films, including yeah. today's film that we are discussing, The Violation of Claudia. Yeah, I thought this would be like a fun way to kind of get the third year off and rolling. We haven't done a theme month since uh, the Fr- Franco-February and uh, everyone seems to enjoy a theme, so this month, all of July, up until my birthday, we're going to be doing movies that are by those guys. Yes. One of the things I learned about this film is that there is a commentary track with Bill Lustig and Nicholas Winding Refn of uh, Drive. Oh, yeah. And other hits. <laughs> well, that's pretty cool. I'm kind of bummed I didn't get a chance to listen to it. I bet it 
there were some amazing insights about this film. <laughs> I'm sure. So, yeah, uh, The Violation of Claudia came out in 1977. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's got some name uh, characters in here, including, but not limited to, uh, Jamie Gillis. Mm-hmm. Sharon Mitchell. Sharon Mitchell, of course, our lead lady. Uh, but some other names that we've seen recently, Clea Carson, Crystal Sink, mm-hmm. uh, Long Jean Silver. Yeah. Um, and also uh, a few strange people, including Waldo Short, who is a senator in this film. Do you know about the rest of his career? Well, he was in this film. Yes. And he was also in uh, Maraschino Cherry in a non-sex role. And um, I do believe he was a is a judge on Law and Order. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, if I'm not mistaken, uh, I think that you're right about that. He was also in the Coen Brothers remake of True Grit. Oh wow, I've seen that several times. Uh, that's very funny. So uh, yeah, Hollywood's going hardcore. True Grit, box office. I think it was a classic. Did it do well? I saw it a couple times. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so. Probably. I mean, look, you can trace a direct line, a direct line from Jamie Gillis to. Uh, I hate when I can't come up with a goddamn name. <laughs> the big, the big, the, the, you know, the dude. The Big Lebowski? Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Straight line from Jamie Gillis to Jeff Bridges. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's also worth noting that uh, one of the characters in this is played by Victor Hines, who plays a 16-year-old uh, yes. guy. And yeah. we'll get into that storyline here, but it's worth noting that this is his only credit ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I did see a couple people that this was their only credit, so that's interesting. They were all snuffed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is an interesting little movie. It's just over an hour long, so it's uh, it, it's a it's a quick little jaunt yeah. through uh, some perversion. And uh, with some stars and a few curious characters along the way, um, it's a fun little time. Sure is. So, uh, yeah, The Violation of Claudia. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're... Um, yes. Yeah, are, are you okay with us, like, looking through the cracks in Hollywood and exposing all the dirt? Are you worried that them uh, blacklisting us might hurt our career? I'm ready to get canceled. <laughs> I'm going to make so much goddamn money. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, mm. we'll take a quick break and then we'll be back to talk about the violation of Claudia. I guess I'm more worried about Hollywood hitmen coming after us for, oh, yeah. for spraying the dirt off Hollywood's old crusty car with our powerful hose of truth and uh, <laughs> uh, in- inquisitiveness. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to take a quick break and then when we get back, we're going to fucking let that, we're going to unleash that fucking hose. Yeah. The hose is really going to pump one out. It's going to, we're going to be hanging on to it and flipping around up in the air like a god goddamn three stooges. <laughs> yes. If only we had our third stooge, we might be able to hold it. Where's Tyler? Oh, yeah. Rest in peace. Did he die? Oh, I hope not. Oh. <laughs> 
All right, third time's a charm. We're going to break. Bye. on the raincoat report after a uh extended break an extended break yeah um sometimes life life comes at you fast you know yeah that's true friends who are half an hour away leave their phone in your car (laughs) and have no other way to get to you except for you to go half an hour across town and back It's a real hobbit situation because i went there and back again oh yeah but uh it's finished it's all wrapped up Thank you, everyone, for chilling out and listening to all that dead air. <laughs> well, the greatest adventure that lies ahead now is, of course, the violation of Claudia. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't you go tell us a little bit more about this production, this low-life production? <laughs> well, the violation of Claudia opens, and we see a nude Claudia played by Sharon Mitchell, the lovely and talented. Uh, We see nude Claudia walk into a room where there's some women in white uniforms. She sits in the lounge chair, and two of the women kneel down and start to kiss and caress her legs as another woman massages her chest and shoulders. The kneeling women start to focus on her erogenous zones, where uh, one of them, played by Clea Carson, is licking her clit, while Jean Silver kisses and sucks on her nipples. Is she wearing long socks? Uh, you know, I wasn't paying close enough attention. Yeah. But they're so... Tricky. They're very tricky. That's movie magic. <laughs> this continues for a while, with both women on the floor sucking her nipples and rubbing and fingering her snatch. We hear disembodied moans as this continues for a bit. Haunting. And then, Claudia awakens, and she wakes up next to her husband, Jason, who she tries to get sexy with, but he says he has a busy day and walks directly into the bathroom. So Claudia unbuttons her nightgown and caresses her chest and stomach as we get some dreamy funk guitar. This continues for a minute as she moans. Then we cut to a shot of the city and we get our credits. We get a few cuts away to the city and cuts back to Claudia. We see her in a bath, putting on her makeup and getting dressed. We also see her husband leave the house and get driven off in a car. (laughs) We then cut to an indoor tennis court and Claudia is playing tennis with Kip, played by Jamie Gillis. Yes, he's a tennis pro in this one. And uh, he's an enterprising young man. He is an enterprising young man, uh... Once you see this guy appear on your screen, you know that he's going to be doing some stuff. Yeah, you know what it's all about. (laughs) Better lock up your wives. (laughs) So, yeah, Kip is apparently uh, acting as her tennis instructor. And uh, he comes in close to her to help her with her form, wrapping 
his arms around her and uh, leading to an exchange of glances and Kip decides to end the session. Kip and Claudia are eating at the attached restaurant. I guess this is like some sort of country club or something. Yeah, some kind of, yeah, like health center, spa type thing in the city. Yeah. We don't have anything like that around here. There's no place for us to exercise unless we just want to do that thing where you juke through tires. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or um, you could push that cart full of stuff in your backyard around and get real strong. (laughs) That's what I plan to do. Oh, remember when I... um, I did CrossFit with that tire we found. Oh, yeah. It left a big slime trail because <laughs> it had rained the night before. Yes, the tire was full of slimy water, which you threw around. <laughs> yeah, it got all over me. <laughs> you were disgusting. Eh, what's new? <laughs> I guess that's a good point. Kip tells Claudia she did well, and she says she's awful, but Kip notes that Claudia seems a bit down. Claudia says that she doesn't want to trouble Kip, but goes on to explain that her husband has been distant. Kip responds supportively. They get their sandwiches and talk food for a minute. Yeah, he's had the same sandwich every day for six months. and (laughs) It doesn't look like a great sandwich. It looks like a nasty 70s sandwich. (laughs) When you look at old food and like old books, some of it looks quite inedible. (laughs) And usually would probably be served to you on something lead-based. <laughs> I think this is the time where everything has gotten to mass production, so it's not natural stuff anymore, but it's like the early days of the like processed food. Yeah. So like the cheese is extra yellow, and the the meats are extra pink in a way that is almost certainly synthetic. Yeah, we've really toned that down. Now with our new food scientists, they're a lot better at it. Yeah. The science just needed to advance. Food scientists are the real heroes. Yeah, they make all that slop I eat taste great. (laughs) Yes, delicious slop. Kip suggests that Claudia get out and meet some people, and Claudia says she feels like she's going to get bored of going out with people pretty quickly, but Kip suggests otherwise. He explains that he has some girls that work for him. Girls like her that are very attractive. He says she shouldn't be stuck at home all day. He doesn't really elaborate, but she turns him down and walks away afterwards. Yeah. So for anyone who's not sure, uh, he is a pimp. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It would seem. He's, uh, like I said, he's enterprising. Yes. uh, An entrepreneur. Yeah, an entrepreneur. We cut to Claudia being massaged. She's naked under a blanket and some guys rubbing her back and uh, stuff. We then see a figure walk in and excuse the masseuse, taking over the massage. The masseuse peers through the window and smiles and laughs through this whole scene. Like a real creeper. Yeah. Uh, We see it's Kip who has walked in and taken over the massage and he starts to massage Claudia's ass. She finally looks up and sees it's Kip and tells him he's not supposed to be there and that she's a married woman and to go away, but... He's already thumb deep inside of her. Basically, yeah, as the masseuse is just watching and smiling like a Cheshire cat. (laughs) Kip fondles her holes as she's telling him to stop. Uh, He reaches around her ass from the back to uh, fondle them. (laughs) She (laughs) She stops protesting soon after. 
and Kip takes off his shorts and, still wearing his tennis polo, starts to fuck her in a prone doggy position from behind. We get some close-up penetration shots from behind. This goes on for a while, and finally Kip pulls out and comes on Claudia's ass. Kip puts his shorts back on and writes his phone number on the bottom of Claudia's shoe. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't... I'm not sure why that's what he did. <laughs> Seems like even writing on her blouse might have been easier. <laughs> I feel like it's going to be hard to read once it's got like all those little, all the grips on the bottom yeah. between all the things, you know? I think bottom of the shoe is more discreet than blouse. I suppose so. But your your concerns are valid. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think discretion is what they're going for. Yes. Well, what? Lustig take the wheel. Sorry. <laughs> I say that every day when I wake up. <laughs> Lustig, take the wheel. We cut to Claudia and her husband, Jason, eating dinner. They're being uh, served by a uh, housekeeper that we see throughout the film. Claudia asks Jason about his day, and he just coldly says that it's fine. She asks if he's interested in her day. So he asks her how her lesson went, and she says it went fine. And then she says, something else happened today. He says what? And she says she had a good fuck. He says that's nice, clearly not listening. <laughs> we see Jason packing. Claudia expresses that she doesn't want him to go and he brushes her off. She eventually says she hopes his plane crashes, which again he seems to be ignoring her and doesn't hear. Yeah. He just has to accept that he's married to an annoying wife. <laughs> he just constantly wishes him death. We cut to Claudia being served by their housekeeper, and she tells the housekeeper that she can have a few days off. The housekeeper asks if she wants her to do the shopping, but Claudia says it'll give her something to do. We cut to Claudia picking up a hitchhiker, Richie. She's driving around in a fancy red car. She asks him if he's an athlete, which he confirms. We cut to them at Claudia's place. They share a pair of cigarettes, and... She confirms with him that he's turning 17 in April. So he's 16. <laughs> yes, he is 16. Uh, she also clarifies that her husband is 38. And yes. And he is a hard 38. Yes, he is. He's a real 58-looking 38. <laughs> yeah, he... Um, every day of his life, he ate a meal off a lead plate. <laughs> and smoked two packs of cigarettes. Uh... <laughs> Yes, uh, and also Claudia confirms that she herself is just 26. Mm -hmm. She asks Richie if he's ever made love to an older woman, and he says no. She asks if he'd like to, and he says yes. Mm -hmm. Richie unbuttons Claudia's top, and they begin to make out. We cut to them laying down naked in front of the fireplace making out. He kisses and sucks on her nipples a bit, and she does the same to him for a bit. We then see Claudia blowing Richie. We get some close-ups and a few different angles before Claudia gets on top of him and starts to ride him cowgirl. This continues for a while and Richie is quite sweaty. Richie then mounts Claudia missionary. We get a lot of shots of Claudia's reactions and some close-up penetration shots from behind. He finally pulls out and comes on her stomach. They make out a bit more, and she jokes about him telling all the guys on his team, and we fade out. She shouldn't 
tell him she shouldn't give him advice to advertise what's been done. Yeah, she needs to stay on top of this discretion. Yeah. She's going to get she's going to get put away. <laughs> well, we cut to Claudia sitting at a desk and she looks at the bottom of her shoe to call up Kip. She says, "Hello, Kip." And then we cut to her walking into a building. It's apparently an apartment building. Uh it kind of looked like a hotel at first. But uh, she walks into the apartment and says hi to Kip, who introduces Claudia to Lisa. Lisa is played by Crystal Sink. Oh, good. It's a filler full slop. <laughs> so yeah, Lisa leaves to serve a client. And uh, as he pours Claudia a drink, Kip asks if she'd like to see Lisa in action. He then reveals a two-way mirror where they watch Lisa servicing her client as uh, Kip is holding Claudia from behind. We see Lisa and her John in bed naked and making out. We also see Kip pulling up Claudia's dress and beginning to play with her. Lisa is blowing her John for a while, and then she starts to ride him cowgirl. We see their facial reactions along with some close-up penetration, we also keep cutting back to Kip fingering Claudia as they watch. Lisa's John finally pulls out and strokes to finish. Kip says he has to run and says that Lisa will take care of her. He says that she'll have an appointment tomorrow with a senator. Oh. We then see Lisa pulling out some champagne to celebrate Claudia joining them, noting that Kip bought some Don Perignon. They toast, and Lisa offers to show Claudia some of her costumes. These costumes are two dresses, which Lisa offers Claudia to try on. Lisa compliments Claudia's body and asks her if she liked the two-way mirror. Claudia says she doesn't know what to think, but Lisa assures her that she'll like it. Lisa then starts to kiss Claudia and kisses her way down her chest. We fade to both women naked, and Lisa's going down on Claudia on the couch. This music in this scene is the same song from the 16-year-old scene. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, the same kind of obnoxious flute music. I seem to remember the same track coming back in the next scene, yeah. Yeah. Economical. That's what that is. Claudia briefly stops Lisa and calls her beautiful. Then Lisa continues to go down on her. We then see Claudia going down on Lisa, and we switch angles to see that they're 69ing. This continues for a bit as we switch angles and see some fingering as well. Cut to Lisa eating Claudia out from behind as she's been over. We get some close-ups seeing her tongue her ass and fingering her too. This is um, also all on the company dime. Yes, it is. Uh, This continues for a while and we cut to them making out on the couch more as Lisa is working Claudia's clit. They softly and slowly kiss as the scene ends. We cut to a panning shot of the city, and we see Claudia pouring some whiskey and lighting a cigarette. She gets a buzz and answers the door, and a squirrely man comes through who is the senator. He seems very paranoid, looking around, asking if they're alone. Yeah, and he checks behind the paintings and stuff, looking for bugs. Yeah. Yeah. Claudia confirms they are alone, and uh, he lays a sheet out on the table and asks her to get undressed and lie down on the table, which she obliges to. The senator also undresses, 
and puts on an apron and a paper hat. First, I thought he was dressing up like a butcher and he was going to chop her up. (laughs) He pulls out some whipped cream and cherries and some other odds and ends. Then he uses the whipped cream to top Claudia in a pattern and follows up with some cherries on her nipple, patches of whipped cream. This continues with sprinkles, and then the senator starts to slurp this up as Claudia giggles, clearly tickled by him. Mm Mm-hmm. He sprays a mound of whipped cream on her crotch and buries his head there as Claudia continues to giggle. He asks her if she prefer butterscotch or hot fudge. She says she's on a diet, but when pressed, picks the fudge. He then uses a paintbrush to paint some fudge on his cock. He then walks over to Claudia so she can suck it as she lays with her head leaning back off of the table. Gotta say, for anyone out there thinking about trying some of this out, uh... You don't want to use whipped cream on uh, a vagina. That's a real good way to get a yeast infection. Yeah, generally speaking, you have to be careful of anything, especially anything edible, sugary, or even not sugary. If it's like not supposed to go in a vagina, yeah, you can you can get some bad times. Yeah, so just you know, be careful out there. Yeah, don't forget your raincoat. Goodbye. That was a short movie. (laughs) Uh, Actually, we're not far from the end. Uh, After a minute, the senator starts stroking and he laughs like a maniac and comes on Claudia's neck as she rubs the whipped cream and cum all over her neck and his cock and then sucks his cock a bit more. And that's the man making all the judgments on Law and Order. (laughs) Yes. We cut to Claudia and Jason at their table. Their housekeeper brings in a bowl of whipped cream and a cherry, which Claudia turns away, but Jason has one. (laughs) Jason asks her how her lesson today was. She's hesitant at first, but then says it was good. He asks if she'll be home tomorrow, but she says she has another lesson and suggests that maybe the housekeeper can get the phone call he's expecting. Yeah. Housekeeper gives him some knowing eyes. Yes. Yes, some very appointed... Fuck me stare, if you will. (laughs) I think think we know what's coming next. We cut to a fabulous gentleman named Chrissy. Uh, He is wearing a lot of costume. A very flamboyant gentleman. Yeah. Uh, He is meeting Claudia at Kip's place. He's got kind of like a great blouse, but I feel like his socks are maybe too much. Yeah. (laughs) That's my only real note on the outfit. Yeah, that's that's why I described it as a lot of costume. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um... She thinks he's mistaken of where he's supposed to be, but he makes sure that she's Claudia, and apparently he is her appointment. Uh, she is not enthusiastic about this, and uh, he starts to lay down some plastic. She asks why, and he explains it's for the golden showers. She asks what that is, and he says he wants to sprinkle her with his fairy dust. <laughs> She sprints towards the door and says she's going home. Yeah, she's not into the water play. I thought the senator would have done it when he got the plastic out. Yeah, yeah. But, nope, they waited. They tricked me. But then they denied me. Yes. We cut to a shot of some doggy-style sex, and the camera pulls up, and it shows Jason doing the fucking. We see Claudia walking up the steps to her place as we get cuts back to Jason fucking away. We cut to him pulling out and coming on the ass in front of him. Soft, hairless ass. Yes. 
But uh, Claudia comes home and calls out to no answer. Then she opens the bedroom door to find her husband naked in bed with Kip. Yes. Jason says, my God, I thought you said she was working. (laughs) And then we get a freeze frame on Claudia's confused face. And that's what the end of the movie. Yeah. We get credits. (laughs) It's the true violation of Claudia. (laughs) Oh, so yeah, that was the violation of Claudia. Yeah. What a what a film! Yeah, what a what a whirlwind. Um, <laughs> perhaps that can only come from the mind of a maniac. Yes, a maniac. <laughs> well, let's go ahead. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a little you Billy ought Joel. to know by now. Yeah. All right, you, we're gonna take you. You ought to know by now. It's time to go to a break. Yes, uh, we'll be back. Bye. All right, we're back on the raincoat report, where uh, Jeremy is sketching. You're drawing a man who's tired of his life. <laughs> uh, looks a lot like you. <laughs> That's not surprising, no. <laughs> well, Life's tough. Yeah. I found a pin that works, though, so if you were worried about that from last week, it's been resolved. <laughs> Way to keep him in suspense. That's how you keep him hooked. Um, so for my raincoat review of the violation of Claudia, I would say that this film is pretty normal adult film. I feel like, I think it's a pretty standard example of an adult film from the era. Uh huh. It's uh, it, it looks a little bit better than some of those. I would say, um, I think you can see that Lustig had a bit of an auteur's eye. Yeah, I could. Yeah definitely see that like i felt like the cinematography was pretty good yeah it was very solid um a lot of good framing during the sex scenes and things like that yeah uh the story was pretty thin Mm -hmm. i will say uh i mean the the contours of it are basically you're like your standard like bored housewife gets involved with jamie gillis and her (laughs) life gets ruined tail tail is old as time (laughs) uh but I will say I really did. I, we were chugging along uh, when we were watching, and even though it's an hour, it's a little slow just because not a lot besides like a couple sex interconnected sex scenes happen. Right. But that twist at the end really is a shock. <laughs> right. Um. And I'd almost consider it as like if I watched it again, do you think I would pick up on more? But going back through it with you, I don't think you would. No, I don't think so. I think the closest thing there is is that knowing glance from the maid. Right. The but that's like delivered about thirty seconds before the reveal. So <laughs> right. uh I don't know if it quite counts. So it's not built up very well, but it's still it's pretty shocking. You wouldn't expect it. Um of that genre of Jamie Gillis steals your wife films, I think I would like this one more than um 
that one. The Seduction of Lynn Carter? Yeah, I think I like this one a little bit more than The Seduction of Lynn Carter. Uh, it felt altogether less grimy and... It's not uh, mean-spirited. Yeah. Where the Seduction of Lynn Carter definitely is. Yeah, Claudia pretty enthusiastically gets involved in this life. Um, it is born off of a non-consensual uh, time in the massage table. Right, but but after that, he's not like making her like have sex with like weird hippies or anything in his right. dingy, his dingy pad. <laughs> right. <laughs> with his like teal carpet. Yeah. <laughs> Beating her around. Uh so green couches. <laughs> yeah. A lot of green. This film's less green, I would think of I would say all overall. Yes, that's something you could definitely say that sets it apart from the <laughs> seduction of Lynn Carter. How 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 green was my porno? <laughs> you know? I will say that if you think about this, the violation of Claudia and the seduction of Lynn Carter, I feel like this film was more of a seduction and the Lynn Carter situation was more of a violation. Yeah, it's uh, marketing issues. <laughs> Strike again, <laughs> you know. But uh, the ultimate violation, I believe, is one of trust. That Yes. Uh, that happens in the last 10 seconds of yes, the film. That, uh, shockingly. <laughs> I don't understand why Jamie Gillis would... Because you could also sort of read it maybe as him sort of uh, manipulating everything in a way. Well, I think that part of it might be that... I mean, apparently Kip and Jason are both aware that Claudia's fucking dudes mm-hmm. is is hooking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's out there and the in the penthouse. They engineered that as part of their relationship yeah. or their sexual dalliance right. or whatever yeah, you want to yeah. call it. And <laughs> and then I'm like, well, okay, so did they only do it because of that? Did they is is Jason getting a cut of this as well? It's like in a haunted Turkish bathhouse when that one guy was um, making his girlfriend be like a prostitute. Oh, yeah, yeah. By like having like the mob fake attack him. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that film was a wild ride. Yeah, the film is when I look back on fondly. This film, uh, I'll definitely look back on it with shock and awe. <laughs> um, I would ultimately probably give this one about three stars. I think it's pretty good for what it is it doesn't really break convention very much uh having the 16 year old is kind of uncomfortable but (laughs) you know it's something we've seen before i would say probably the the most interesting like scene from like a novelty standpoint is definitely the one with the senator yes (laughs) Uh, it's something you watch and you just feel real goofy and good about yeah so there's some good stuff there i think uh you get good performances out of Sharon Mitchell and Jamie Gillis, but you pretty much always do. Yeah. Uh, real rough 38. <laughs> yeah, that guy, Jason. Yeah. yeah, I just think about it a lot. What do you think happened to him that made him that way? <laughs> I don't know. Weird. But, uh, I mean, he's still pulling Jamie Gillis's ass. Yeah, that's true. Um, good on him. And he pulled Sharon Mitchell. Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, he's doing fine, <laughs> but 
like I don't think I feel like he was too young to go to war. I don't know. Like he would have been too young for Korea. He might have been able to go to Vietnam. He might have been too old for Vietnam. He might have looked too old for Vietnam. <laughs> well, I guess if he's 38, I think he definitely maybe, could have been there. I think maybe Dracula scared him. <laughs> that, Jamie, that makes a lot of sense, yeah. yeah. Jamie Gillis dressed as Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Jamie Gillis from Dracula sucks scared him. Yeah. And then he peed on him. Yeah. Golden showers. Golden showers bring Mayflowers. But what do Mayflowers bring? Pilgrims. Bunch of fucking nosy ass pilgrims. (laughs) You got a review for this one? Oh, yeah. Uh, (laughs) This movie, it was pretty decent. I think that it exceeded my expectations slightly. Yeah. uh, But they were low expectations. Um, Damn, no trust in William Lustig. It, uh, well, you know, I've liked every Bill Lustig movie that I've seen, to be fair. Um, but I've thought, you know, this is a couple years before Maniac. This is before he really hit his stride. This is, you know, early, early stuff. Maybe you wouldn't be hitting it out of the park out of the gate. And I wouldn't say that he necessarily hit it out of the park, but it's for, you know, his earliest, if not at least one of his earliest films, it's very competent. Yeah. Um, it doesn't exceed competency very much, right? But it's competent. <laughs> yeah, it is competently made, and uh, it's got good cast. I think it it shows like potential for fu- for the future as well. Yeah. Um, I just think that the script that he has is kind of a bit thin for uh, for it to really jump out at you. There's not really enough that happens within the film for him to really make any very strong, like, visual choices or anything like that. Stuff that would, like, really impress. Right. Really, what he should have done was what he did in Maniac. He should have cast Joe Spinell. Oh, yeah. He's one of the main characters. He could have been, uh... Oh, what if Joe Spinell was the guy who who gives the golden shower? Oh, yeah. (laughs) You think that would have been... A legend in pornography. It's Joe Spinell, the maniac, peeing right on Sharon Stone. Mitchell. Sharon Mitchell Stones. <laughs> what am I saying? Go get, do your review. Uh, yes, yeah, so the violation of Claudia. <laughs> the end. The end. Now, it was, it was a fun little movie. I thought it was going to be more like uh, The Seduction of Lynn Carter. Yeah, I expected it to be a lot more rapey by the name alone. Yes, but uh, I, was, I was pleased that it wasn't so much. Yeah. Um, and that was good. I would say that it feels a little bit less memorable, though. Yeah. Uh, but it's also, I feel like, a little bit more watchable. Yeah, I think this would hold up to repeat watches more than that film. Yes. The film leaves you feeling kind of dirty. Yes, it does. Um, you know, this film's got some fun in it. The senator scene is fun. I like Sharon Mitchell and Jamie Gillis just at the tennis court. Yeah, Sharon Mitchell and Jamie Gillis are always fun to watch in anything they do. And watch them um, whack it around. Yeah, whack around a ball. Whack around a ball now and then. 
But uh, yeah, I'm going to also give this three stars. I like this movie. It's uh, pretty fun, but also not particularly uh, noteworthy, I guess. Like, it's cool that it's done by Bill Lustig, and it's an interesting thing to watch in that context. And it's a fine enough sex film to watch. But there's nothing about it that stands out as a must-watch movie. Um, it doesn't do anything particularly different from anything else. It's got a good cast, but I'm sure there are better Jamie Gillis, Sharon Mitchell films to watch out there, but there are probably worse ones as well. It's kind of just kind of, it's mediocre on the films with Jamie Gillis and Sharon Mitchell scale. Yeah. You should watch the passions of Carol if you need a good one. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Stick them up. No, don't shoot me. My little guy has a uh, Drew has a gun now. I noticed that. I'm scared. Yeah, and I keep pointing like a finger gun at you, so <laughs> um, I'm telling you to wrap it up. Okay, well, <laughs> let's wrap it up. Uh, Raincoat Report is our name, and Wrapping Up Podcast is our game. Mm-hmm. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Raincoat Report. If you want to email us, raincoatreport at gmail.com, I might respond to you. <laughs> um, Patreon.com slash raincoatreport if you want to support us and get bonus episodes. Our latest Pornhub Roulette episode just dropped last Friday, which is fun to mention because we haven't recorded it yet as of this moment. Yeah, something might happen and it might never come. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm just betting on it. Yeah. So far, the bets have been safe, so... We'll figure it out. But uh, get ready, audience, if you haven't listened to that episode for uh, everything. Because I have such sights to show you. No. (laughs) Um, But yeah, in the meantime, don't violate Claudia. Just talk to her. She's probably down. She's probably down and out, so you should let her borrow your raincoat. Yes. (laughs) 